this week brings in some astrology that's rather cute and adding some sweetness to our love life and some visionary energy back to our hearts. And perhaps even it brings in baby Scorpio question mark. All of that and more we're going to get into. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Welcome to your Cosmic Rx Radio energy report. I am your host, your girl, your guide, Maddie Murphy, and welcome to our first pre-recorded episode. I may or may not be um, officially on my maternity leave right now, so Mystic Mama in the house possibly, or at the very least just resting hard waiting for that BB. I'm going to break down for you really what you need to know for the week ahead, and I just want to say coming off of those eclipses, We're still integrating eclipses. We must remember that. Like, they're not just over the day they're over. We really just feel them very strongly for a week or two after. And then we're really in the effects of the eclipse for up to six months. So just want to point that out, that whatever big lesson is yours for the lunar eclipse in Taurus, you can go back, listen to our past episodes. We did sign-by-sign breakdowns of that on our Cosmic Rx Premium Community, Luniverse. But yeah, just like want to say that before we go into anything else, because that's the that's the big why here. And then, you know, we're going to do our Virgo announcements as always. Then we're going to get into our weather report, our moon report, and then I'm going to get into planetary planning. These episodes will not have if astrology isn't real moments just for the next few weeks through the end of the year, because Again, I'm recording them ahead of time, so I'm not going to be totally up to date on what's going on in the pop culture, but if I'm up for it, if we're feeling good, hopefully, I hope to pop on stories on the Cosmic Rx, just to give you a little maybe insight into the astro tea, into whatever's happening on the global main stage in pop culture with celebs, etc. Let's get into Virgo announcements in terms of offerings and Fun ways to work with Cosmic Rx and myself in the new year. We have some great stuff going on. First of all, if you're in your Saturn return, please check out our Saturn return workshop. I hosted it last year in March. It's two hours. Everything you need to know about, you know, what is Saturn? What's the deal in general with Saturn? What's your Saturn return? And then, of course, what is this Saturn and Pisces medicine for all of us? So whether or not you're in your Saturn return, there's probably something important for us to understand there. If you are in your Saturn return, I also go into like pretty extensive lessons and themes by your rising sign. And, you know, we're just feeling that, especially because Saturn just went direct on November 4th. So check that out. We have that at Cosmic Rx under our Astro Academy. And then in terms of ways for you to work with me, I'm going to be, you know, obviously taking a little break, but I'm doing an enrollment for Astro Accelerator in January. 
2024, kicking off the year strong, four months of small group coaching, learning about your chart, connecting to me in Voxer, having your own cosmic consultant hotline. The group work has been so powerful. I love it. Again, it's like max eight people in that group. If you're interested and you want to hold one of those spots, definitely check out the link in bio. And then, of course, I'm not going to read the ratings and reviews right now because, again, this is going to be a little outdated, but definitely kicking off the new year, we're going to be pulling some people to win three free months of the Batty Bundle prize. Hello. So that's three free months of our Cosmic Rx premium subscription, which includes everything from live new moon and full moon calls to our monthly moon guide to extra bonus podcast content, email newsletter content, and of course, a global community of really badass cosmic baddies, modern mystics. So leave a rating for us on Spotify. It says a screenshot of the Cosmic RX because you can't leave like your name on there, or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and then you can just put your Instagram handle in that name. Cool? Cool. Also, some of you have requested to hear like just the story of getting pregnant baby Scorpio, the whole journey to becoming a mother. And I'm definitely going to work on that. I'm excited to share it because as always in life, it's very nonlinear. You know, there's highs, there's lows, there's bits of practical tips and, and, and magical moments I do want to share. So just stay tuned for that. I don't know if it's something I'm going to pre-record in this time or do when I come back, but I hear you, I feel you. And I know for me, when I was really getting into that mode of, okay, I think I'm ready to become a mother and, and just going through some of the, you know, there's always a journey, I feel like, to step into a big initiation. Other people's stories on podcasts really did help me. So I will be sharing that here. Just to stay tuned. Who wants to talk about the moon? Me. I do. Let's talk about the moon here in terms of what we can expect for the week ahead in terms of our emotional weather. And I know for so many of you, y'all love this part of the podcast because it's very personal. It's really how you can manage like what the week ahead is bringing, you know, a calm Caribbean waters or a tsunami, a fuckery. Just knowing how to stay in the center and how to stay grounded is very much important because <laughs> we can't control the outside world, other people, we can't control our experience. And one way we can really do that is understanding what's happening with the moon in the sky, therefore what's happening, you know, in our inner moon, in our inner landscape. So kicking off with November 6th here, we kick off the week with a Leo moon for the first half of the day till 2.38 p.m. Eastern time. And then we move into a Virgo moon. So starting off the day, hello, when you're getting ready for work, you better work because it's a Leo moon morning in the beginning. So maybe we're just spending a little extra time on a skincare routine, on doing our hair. What can be the invitation for play today? What can be the invitation of instead of I have to do this, I have to go through these motions, what do I get to do, right? Like, what's that look like? I invite you to think about that and just looking out for Scorpio, Sun, Leo, Moon, sometimes the double fixed energy, we can get a little fixated on something and get a little melodramatic even. So we just want to kind of like see, you know, what are the things that kind of get us out of a funky headspace 
into a fun, playful headspace to kick off the week. Because like I said, we have some sweet astrology, some visionary astrology coming through, and I want you to be able to make the most of it. And then we have Virgo moon into the 7th, 8th, and the 9th until 3 a.m. And Virgo moon, you know, this is going to be a great time for us to just kind of take care of business. Maybe we need to get a little reorganized. We need to give our lives a little zhuzh. Again, we're coming off of the eclipse season was really intense on the collective level, but on the personal level, I feel like it just showed people a lot about finances, relationships. What are we ending? What are we closing out? What's WTF is happening here? And so I invite you to use this Virgo moon days to maybe like tend to a part of your life where you want to like give a little self-care to, get a little organization going. It might be a good time to just, again, drop in. What do you need? What are the rituals that you're learning about for yourself that they really help support you? And then this the thing to look out for of the Scorpio sun, Virgo moon is just, again, being like too hard on ourselves because sometimes that Scorpio sun, we're just going deep. We're going to deep end on everything. No stone left unturned. And then with the Virgo moon, we can kind of process and see every little detail, every way that we could be better, but at our own expense, right? Like we don't want to, we don't want to burn out. We don't want to punish ourselves. We're not looking for perfectionism here. We're just looking for support. We're looking for progress. We're looking for just ways that we can, I think like use that Scorpio sun investigator and that Virgo moon to be like, what here in my life is just annoying me? What is the lag and drag? What can I get rid of? Like, what's just something that gives me anxiety and every day that I can completely avoid and control, right? And it's like, can I get my groceries automated to me because I hate going to the grocery store, right? Can I do some online shopping for that instead? Can I get myself a better water bottle? Because when I have a better water bottle, I actually drink water. That energy, right? Okay. So moving on to November 9th, my cousin's birthday, cousin Kirsten of It's Giving Mystical. We love that. We have Virgo moon until 3 a.m. And then we move into a Libra moon, which is so sweet. We really love this because the day before Venus enters Libra, so now we have Venus and the moon working together in a sign that is ruled by Venus. So it's just happy, happy, joy, joy. So November 9th, 10th, and then into 11-11, we have Libra moon energy. So I love that we have Venus and Libra, Libra moon through 11-11 after we had these Libra eclipses. There's like a sweetness coming. There really is to just this whole realm of finances, love, worthiness, relationships, art in our life. And I'm really just calling that in for everyone, especially like whatever maybe like tough lessons we were learning during those Scorpio Taurus eclipses. I feel like the Aries Libra is kind of showing us now the next, the, the action step where we're going from here, what's possible, what's in our potentiality field. So on these days, I would love for you to make some time for what is romantic in your opinion? How can you make time for that? Can we make time for bringing more beauty to our own life? Can we on those days prioritize pleasure? Can we do something that's just like feeling good, just for feeling good sake? Like, can we also know that under that energy that this might be a great time to go on a date, take ourselves out on a date, or go like see some art, treat yourself to something beautiful? It's like, what's your muse? You know, what inspires you? What connects you back to that Venus energy, that life force? Do that these days. And then we're rounding out the weekend, the 11th, the 12th, with a 
Scorpio moon. So on next week's podcast, I will talk about Scorpio new moon and what it means for you. But, you know, in terms of just a general understanding for the weekend, double Scorpio energy, we're going deep, baby. We're going into the deep end, right? This is not not for beginners. This is not, not the shallow end. This is we're putting on the whole scuba suit. And we're probably looking at a part of our life and being like, where am I being called to maybe own another season of transformation? Where am I being called to look at maybe something below the surface that I wasn't really paying attention to? Where am I being called to follow my intuition more, my passions more? Where am I being called maybe to connect into my ancestors? Where am I being connected into like kind of a new death rebirth cycle? So again, we'll get into more of what that means in terms of the new moon. But as we're kind of in our day-to-day lives, this may be a time of like, before we react outward in an outward way, we can instead look inside of us. Like, what am I being called to work on? What is the mystery below the surface that wants to reveal itself to me? What are my emotions teaching me? What are even my triggers teaching me, right? We're diving, we're delving into the the place of feelings. And on those days, I'm just going to say your instincts, your intuition, they're supercharged. So we're going to just follow that, trust that. Keep some note of what's coming up for you there because it's probably important. So let's talk about planetary planning. Oh my goodness. Okay, so weird just to go over if astrology isn't real, like skipping over that. But like I said, this is going to be the temporary just format for the next few weeks because I wanted to leave you with some cosmic RXs so you knew how to navigate. Can't leave my babies. Just hang in here. So this week, what are some of the headlines in terms of astrology? Well, we kick off the week. Like I said, it's some sexy, sexy astrology. There's a Venus-Pluto trine on November 6th that I'm just going to say, wow, this is like a day that there is a potential for just really passionate energy, deep connection energy, and also like going deeper in a couple energy already in, or you might find if you have a chance of meeting this day, it might be very high chemistry, high charge stuff, just as a fly putting it out there. But the big headlines of the week is on November 8th, we have Venus moves into Libra. And then on the 10th, Mercury moves into Sag. When we think about this, Venus and Libra, you know, we have now four weeks until November, December 4th to go into, you know, Venus into one of its home ruled signs. Venus rules Taurus and Libra. So when Venus moves into Libra, we all just feel a little boost when it comes to Venus area, ruled areas, relationships, money, beauty, art, just like feeling good. Um, Also Libra, not just a pretty face. Libra's also very invested in social justice. And again, like there's a lot happening in the world at the time of this recording. You might also feel called to do something that's not only bringing more beauty and balance into your life, but that's also speaking out or bringing more peace into the world around you. Venus in Libra is also a great time to really like come back to yourself too in terms of what's going on in the state of my relationships. Yes, but can I do something for myself to bring that Venusian energy in? We're about to go into the quote unquote holiday season. So, you know, this is my natal placement, my natal Venus in Libra. And truly self-care for me is like, sometimes it's not that deep. It's like getting a blowout. It's getting like, facial, it's getting my eyebrows done because there's a beauty. I think like when you 
look and you feel good and you feel better for the world around you. When you know you look good, you feel good. You can just be more present. Like I find I'm like before a big event or a big thing I have to do or even like a moment when I want to be there for my family in some way, you know, like hosting something big or something's going on. I'm like, I do like to have my hair done because I just then don't have to think about it. And I can just feel present, show up, you know, I'm giving a big talk. And this is where I think like Libra and Leo have so much in common. But I just encourage you to remind yourself that beauty is not superficial. Yes, like the obsession with beauty or it being only about being, you know, what's on the outside or when we get into really, you know, unhealthy Eurocentric beauty standard, um, unhealthy beauty standards. Yes, that's where I can tip the scales, so to speak. But in terms of your everyday life, Venus and Libra is like reminds us like it's not beauty's not superficial. That's some story told like by the patriarchy. Beauty is again what makes the world go round. Beauty is what makes life worth living. Beauty is like life force energy. So I invite you to think about that. Also during Venus and Libra, I want everyone to play your other cosmic RX is to play cosmic coquette, okay? Because Venus and Libra loves a flirtatious moment. It's like gracious, it's charming. You know, it loves a little witty banter and it's really is just like Venus and Libra is sacred flirt energy. So I invite you to practice that during this Venus and Libra time. Other uh, cosmic RXs is you might be noticing like that some of your relationships, maybe if you're dating or if things have been casual, Venus and Libra can kind of, you know, want to make things a little bit more serious. Again, we're headed right into coffee and season for the holidays, so make sure you really want to be with them, and it's not just like wanting someone to have a Hallmark movie moment with, right? But again, there's just something a little bit more about like cosmic companionship in the air. And Venus and Libra, another cosmic RX that kind of goes off of that, it's a very generous sign. It loves thoughtful gestures. It loves mutual appreciation. So whether that's someone you're just starting to date, tell them, you know, how you feel, how, how much they affect you. If you've been in a relationship forever, this might be a great time to like remind the people you're with why you love them, what's special to you about them, show them something, affection, appreciation, maybe a little gift for no reason, flowers, a little love note, right? It's like bringing some romance into life. And then, like I said, for the last Venus and Libra Cosmic Rx is if there's something Again, this is being recorded weeks out, but I'm guessing the state of the world really still needs us. During Venus and Libra times, I think about who can we help? How can we bring the scales back into justice? How can we work for peace and inclusivity for all? And so if there's something you've been meaning to do, reaching out to you know a senator to learn more about a subject, to speak up about something, to make a donation, like this is Venus and Libra time, it might be time to just dedicate yourself. So, okay, this is a time I'm really going to do this and, and really put out that intention into the world. So it's sweet, it's sassy, it's sacred flirt energy, but it also goes deep with that Venus and Libra. Then we have Mercury in Sag, baby. So this is, like I said, sweetness is coming for our love, art, relationships, finances. And then Mercury in Sag comes on November 10th to like really pull us out in our mindset. You know, we've been in Mercury and Scorpio. We've been investigating, going deep. We had those eclipses. We're like really in Scorpio season, a lot of intense astrology that's like speaks to the mysterious side of life, the depths, the, the deep. So yeah, Mercury and Sag is that first little bit of Sag energy, preview for the season to come. 
but we might feel, you know, for the next three weeks through December 1st, that we are being able to articulate, really envision, integrate some of maybe what we were shown, um, especially during eclipse season, about like, ooh, okay, now I'm, I'm kind of feeling the clouds part, so to speak. I'm feeling the zoom out. I'm feeling the 10,000 foot perspective of what's going on. I would think about like, almost like for the end of the year too, like what, what is the big vision from you know now until the end of the year? Mercury is going to be going retrograde in about a month on December 13th. So December 13th, January 1st, we're just going to say like, that's kind of the like, whoop, wrapping up the year with the bow on December 13th. We're not doing much after that. <laughs> so we have a month left of 2023. What's the vision for this last month of the year? And then beyond that, what are the exciting intentions, goals, visions, desires that you're starting to want to feel come into place in you know the new year? And not to say you have to kick it off right in January because we don't do that. And we all know that really our new year starts in Aries season. But January is its own energy, right? Like when we go into that time frame, I always think about like from January to end of March is sort of our like hibernation incubation of like our dreams, getting the soil ready for what we're what what's blooming during Aries season. So I think about am I do I want to go back to school on something? Do I want to learn about something? Do I want to travel? Do I want to sign up for a mentor or a coach? Do I want to get my finances in order? Do I want to start learning about a new modality? Do I want to commit to a regular acupuncture routine? Like, I don't know. It's like, what's coming up for you? And just again, Mercury and Sag is probably going to reveal something. Mercury and Sag for the collective, because we have Mercury retrograde coming in a month. Also just warning you that like, there's going to be a lot of opportunities, of course, for excitement, adventure, visioning. But sometimes this transit can lead to like a lot of talk and not a lot of action. So just knowing that like, don't put all your chips into one basket. Don't like abandon something that you're working on because someone else is like selling you a good story. Because sometimes that can happen under Mercury and Sag. That's something to look out for, for sure. And then Mercury and Sag, you know, some other cosmic RXs we're just going to look out for and honor. Sometimes we can chat a little bit too much. We can talk without a filter. We can say some things we regret. So we are just going to give ourselves the chance to like slow down, but, you know, making sure that we're not speaking out of term here on anything, not revealing state secrets to anyone else. And again, like if we're going to commit to something, if we're going to talk about something, just making sure it's a real yes for us. And we're not just, we're not being the ones with big talk, little action. But yeah, Mercury and Sag is also another Cosmic Rx. It's, it's truth teller energy. So if you've been wanting to step into that space of truth teller, again, just making sure we're doing that with, with compassion. You know, what's the why behind our truth? What are we hoping to convey and express to someone else? Sometimes I think sometimes I've seen people sometimes just be really blunt or be a little bit of an asshole. And then now we're just like using all this therapy speak and they're like, that's just my truth. And I'm like, well, yes. And like, we're still here to learn about, you know, conscious, compassion, knit energy. Let's not just like <laughs> the guise of truth telling to just like do and say whatever we want, right? So under this energy, we are being a truth teller but with responsibility. And this is also a great time if you've been looking to share a story, whether that's on a podcast, doing some writing, just sharing a story with someone you know, like if Sag is the storyteller, shout out to Tay Tay Swift. And so when Mercury goes into Sag, we really want to tell stories, we want to listen to stories 
And so if you've been feeling called for the past, like, you know, maybe a few weeks, few months, few years, Mercury and Sag might be a time for you to get down and just start doing it. Putting some pen and paper, recording your first podcast episode. I encourage you, right, to think about that. And then my last Cosmic Rx for Mercury and Sag is just like, oh, I think about Sag energy. It's so buoyant. It's like almost like f- brings us out of the heaviness of everyday life, right? It's zoom out energy. And I think a big part of that is having to do with humor and laughter. And I think all my Mercury and Sag clients, mentees, besties, friends, all have their amazing storytellers. And they're also just like funny. They bring, they can bring a lightheartedness to things. They can also, again, like use humor plus storytelling to share wisdom, which I think is so fun. But it's really just about like, humor, right? Can we laugh at ourselves? Can we not take ourselves so seriously? Can we pursue, you know, humor and laughter as something that's really important to us? Again, it, it, it's buoyant. It's what helps this world be like worth living in, like sometimes just to laugh at it. And yeah, a few weeks ago, I saw a famous comedian. Who was it? Oh, duh, our boy, Pete Davidson. I almost called him Pete once, but a few weeks ago, Pete Davidson opened up, for, it was on SNL, and then his opening cold open, the opening monologue, you know, it was a lot. Like, I think we were just coming back from the writer's strike, and we had just started the, we just had the October 7th attack, the Israel-Hamas war was just starting, the violence was everywhere, and, you know, it is interesting to me of, like, you know, how do we, like, do something like, like SNL during a, a week like that? And I think, you know, he had a really great opening monologue, and this is what I'm leaving us on, it's just, like, this week, he's we saw we saw so much horror in the world. I know what you're thinking. Who better to comment on it than Pete Davidson? Was his opening line, which is like you know, a funny. But then he got into talking about how when he was seven, you know, his dad was killed in 9/11 in a terrorist attack, and you know, he was talking about just how seeing the pictures of death and destruction, and especially the loss of innocent, especially children's lives on either side, really affected him. And the thing that got him out of, you know, his darkest place and out of just that, like, numbness, disassociation you go through after a loss like that was his mom thought she was checking out a Disney movie for him. It turns out it's an Eddie Murphy stand-up special. And it was the first time in a long time that he laughed, right? And, the, and his mom was trying to take it away from him, like, oh, but that's not what I meant. She's like, no, no, I love this. And he says, I don't understand it. I really don't. I never will. This is a direct quote, but sometimes comedy is really the only way forward through tragedy. And I'm not saying it's uh, it's not always appropriate. It's time and place, of course, but there is something about humor. There is something about just transmuting, you know, pain into art or just being able to laugh at ourselves or just being able to see like, that we're all part of this human experiment. We're all part of earth school. And that sometimes like humor is a thing that can connect us, that can lift us out of, again, the calcification of the, the heaviness, the hardest of being a human. And it can also help us see that bigger picture vision, right? Like more of the path that we're on because humor brings us up and out. The other energy, we get a little caught in the details, lost in the sauce. So I encourage you to, yeah, really... Think about how you can harness this Venus and Libra energy, this Mercury and Sag energy, and think about like, okay, we're still in Scorpio season. We're still going deep. We're still connecting in. The realms are open. The veil is thin. 
But with these two other astrological energies on our side, there is sort of this invitation of like, it doesn't all have to be so heavy. It doesn't all have to be so hard. Right? It's not accidental that we're getting some lighter and brighter transits as well thrown in there. So next week, I will talk about the new moon in Scorpio, everything you need to know for it. And of course, like a sign-by-sign reading that we'll have on our Cosmic Rx premium platform um, with some bonus pod content. In the meantime, I'm bugging out that as you're listening to this, my whole life may or may not be changed. We don't know. Baby Scorpio, due date, November 4th, 6th, what's happening? I could still just be very prego and just listening to this like feet elevated with my compression socks on. Or I could just be like meeting this new human. So I'm so excited either way. Thank you for being here. Again, I'm going to pre-record these episodes to get us through the new year. And I'll be back with live episodes through then. And, you know, as always, come connect with us in our community, Cosmic Rx, in our Lunaverse. Come hang out with us on social, on Instagram. We still have a ton of resources coming at you. The moon guides coming out with all the astro dates for the month. Um, we have a community of support. So again, it's this whole Cosmic Rx thing is much bigger than just me. <laughs> That's also what I'm just trying to say. So if you're craving that community, that support, that guidance, that wisdom, we've got you here, but in so many other ways as well. And just want to say, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you as always. And I'm wrapping you in Stardust in love. We are calling in that hot, juicy sex, big fat checks now and forever and just letting that be multiplied for future generations. Am I right? So I will see you next week. Lots of love. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes all of my astrology info for the month ahead and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.